This is the Software and Technology Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you information, education, and inspiration, only on MarketScale. The more diversity of thought of the people working at tech companies, the better. The blockchain idea was around 91, the same idea of in the digital world, we need verifiable documents. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Market Scale Technology Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. And folks, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the show and listening in to what is always some up-and-coming, exciting, and relevant B2B thought leadership. If you'd like to subscribe to the podcast, make sure you're subscribing on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can find us by just looking up Market Scale Technology. You can find some other Market Scale Umbrella shows at Market Scale Radio and Market Scale Manufacturing, as well as the future of e-learning. If you'd like to find out more about our variety of podcast network shows, uh, which include specific contributor shows from different industries, you can go to our website, marketscale.com industries, click on that podcast network tab, and find the show for you. So a few episodes ago on our Market Scale Technology podcast, we spoke with Stenograph. They're a leading provider of stenography equipment. We spoke with them about how the stenography community is adapting to COVID, from equipment sourcing to workflows and everything in between. Today, we're continuing that conversation by honing in more specifically on Stenograph's adaptation as a company, unpacking some of the learning lessons from the COVID-19 crisis, and where we go from here as the U.S.'s cases increase. So I'd like to welcome back Anir Duda, president of Stenograph, for some insights. Anir, welcome back. Great to be chatting again. How are you doing today? Good morning, Daniel. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me here. I appreciate it. Yeah, anytime, anytime. So Anir, uh, let's get a recap first on some of the major needs of the stenography industry when COVID-19 hit. Could you give us some context on uh, what were some of the unique and stressful ways that stenography and stenographers were hit during COVID? Yeah, so I think a majority of the work that stenographers do uh, is live work, meaning that they are in the room, whether that's a deposition or in a courtroom, right? And with COVID, with court system shutting down and social distancing and offices shutting down, um, you know, this live in-room sessions were almost overnight transformed into remote sessions, right? So that's really the quick and dirty of what changed. But I think I'm, I'm very glad that the stenographers as a community have, have adjusted pretty well to that change. And a majority of them are doing remote depositions today. I think some of the court systems are opening back up in states where COVID cases have gone down. So, you know, as we see uh, court systems opening back up and jury trials restarting, uh, I believe that it's going to be now a new normal of a mix of in the in the room type of situations and a significant amount of work will be uh, done um, remotely. How did Stenograph as a company come to the industry's aid during uh, the beginning of this crisis? And how did you maneuver adapting to those needs that the industry clearly had? Yeah, I think uh, one of the key things for us very early on is as we went remote is that we needed to service our customers without any type of hindrance, right? 
So I think part of what we did was when we went remote, we made sure that we had the technology platforms available to support our customers, whether that's through customer care or through technical support, the same way that we were doing pre-COVID. Uh, in addition to that, we had uh, several things that we put in place, uh, social distancing and safety protocols so that we did not interfere with the supply of riders, with the servicing of riders, uh, even though we were in Chicago where, where the pandemic was pretty, pretty severe. It, beyond that, I think, you know, a lot of uh, training was required for people that wanted to now go remote with our products. So I think we reached out proactively uh, to our customers through webinars, online sessions, chats and videos, et cetera, to provide them with the necessary tools to utilize software to be able to successfully kind of transition from in the room to remote uh, as they uh, try to retool to be productive during this pandemic. So uh, a lot of a lot of uh, customer reach out, a lot of training, a lot of webinars, a lot of meetings, a lot of phone calls. So we were here throughout that period so to help the customers transition. So I'd like to hone in now on Stenograph's adaptation more specifically to COVID-19. During the first wave of this crisis, uh, Stenograph surprisingly was able to go through the first wave without any reduction in labor, which is pretty incredible. No layoffs. So what was your approach to adapting during this time? And where did you have to make sacrifices to maintain that full employment? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. I think beginning end of March and beginning of April, when this uh, pandemic was really hit us severely, you know, our, our sales dropped overnight uh, to, you know, almost a 30, 40% reduction. So, you know, it was a tough time and some tough decisions needed to be made. I think my guiding principle was uh, primarily based on the fact that I believe that this was a short-term issue, not something that would go on for years. So I think I didn't want to do anything to uh, make long-term changes. So what we did was initially we went into a more reduced work schedule, the whole company, including myself, to not only support our customer, but, but really right-size our labor work hours to the demand that we were getting. So, uh, so that was really what we did for 60 days uh, from the very top, including myself to the very, uh, you know, to the, to the last employee uh, in, the, in the manufacturing area. And with that, what we were able to do was service our customers in a way that they didn't feel that we were not there to support them. No reduction in quality of what we were doing. The riders went out, the riders were serviced, every support call was answered, every customer inquiry was answered to. So that was really what we did so that uh, we did not do any long-term you know, damage to the company or to colleagues uh, that have been at Stenograph for uh, so long and, and, and are all cherished here. Yeah, I mean, it feels like the Stenograph community, uh, you know, both the company's community and also just the broader stenography community is very tight-knit. It's a bit smaller. So there really is a constant focus on you know the the individual within that broader community the stenographer any of your employees uh, do you feel like there is a uh, a deeper sense of community within your industry compared to others that you might have worked in uh, and if so how do you think that has supported both stenographs adaptation and the industry's adaptation as a whole 
Yeah, I I, agree. I think that's definitely there. I think the sense of community uh, is, is is much stronger in this industry than any other industry that I have worked in in my past career. Um, I think uh, part of what it is is, um, you know, there are strong relationships and strong relationships both between our customers, but more importantly, their relationship to us. I think the, the pandemic and us navigating through it as a community has definitely helped us us getting out of it uh, without much damage to our workforce or or even to our ability to service them. I think customers have been incredibly, um, you know, understanding. They have uh, supported us through this period. I think uh, even though our sales were low on the rider side, which is you know understandable we really uh, got a lot of support from customers, whether that's through, you know, a thank you note or a message or, you know, just, you know, how they, you know, interacted with, with our colleagues or with the, with the workforce at Stenograph. I think uh, overall, I'm very confident that the sense of community and the sense of togetherness is going to be uh, even stronger now uh, that we have gone together, gone through this together and come out on the other side. I think, in the future, I, I believe that uh, we will be, uh, because of what we went through, we'll be much better and much well better positioned to service our customers uh, than actually we were even before this hit. So I'm, I'm extremely optimistic about, about the future and how our relationships are and how our relationships are going to be uh, stronger as a result of this. So since you were able to uh, make sacrifices and cuts elsewhere to adapt uh, instead of in the labor force, how is this paying off for Stenograph now? Uh, What have been the effects uh, on your longevity as a company and uh, how Stenograph is able to operate now that we are still mid-crisis, depending on where you're located? Yeah, I think I think that's a that's a good question. I think the fact that the entire company from the very top to the bottom sacrificed and shared in the pain of navigating through a significant drop in in business in Q2 actually helped us in a couple of ways. Uh I think one it kind of strengthened the sense of community within the company. I think this, you know, sense of sacrificing for your colleagues is is much stronger and I think as a result of that the collaboration um, and the supportive nature of each of our employees towards their colleagues has increased during this period. I think long term, if you look at Q2, you know, was probably one of the worst uh, quarters in the history, the 80 year history of this company from a sales perspective. But due to the sacrifices and due to the retooling that we have done financially, we actually came out ahead of our plan or our budget. Uh, from an earning standpoint and from a cash standpoint at the end of Q2. So overall, um, going into this, you know, uh, we can't, we couldn't even imagine that we would be ahead of plan on the bottom line and the cash side coming out of it. But just the sacrifice and the sense of community and the sense of togetherness and just working together to navigate through this has successfully positioned us to be very successful, not only this year, but in the future. I want to tap into your background now a little bit um, to better understand your approach to leading Stenograph during this period of crisis. So, like many professionals, though this is an incredibly unique 
moment for economic hardship. It is in some ways reminiscent of the economic crisis dealt with after the 08-09 recession. Uh, and I know you were active in your career then, uh, working with and leading other initiatives. So can you give us some context on how the businesses you worked for then adapted to that crisis? And what are some of the learning lessons you took away from those responses, positive or negative, that you now apply at Stenograph to try to be more proactive uh, to this current crisis and its unique qualities? Yeah, so I think Obviously, I have never faced a pandemic in my career, but I have, as you rightly pointed out, faced the economic crisis of the 2008-2009. And then I had the, um, you know, I was working in a company that had to file for bankruptcy. So there's obviously a lot of learnings. I think the the biggest learning uh, that I had through navigating through these crises in the past was that communication and empathetic communication was the key. And I think that was a key piece of, of what I adopted during the, during the crisis that hit us on, in March, late March uh, this year with COVID. I think at the, from the very beginning, I was very clear in uh, what we needed to do as an organization. And not only was I clear in my head, I was able to articulate that very clearly and transparently to the entire company. And I think that helped very, very much. I think that got necessary buy-in. So that, that was number one. Number two is the, you know, what I've learned is that people rally when it's a cause that's, that's bigger than themselves. And the fact that we were all going to rally together and all going to make sacrifices from the very top, including myself, to, to everybody in the company, was also something that galvanized people to look out for their colleagues rather than just look out for themselves. I think that helped us not only navigate the financial crisis, but also kind of serving our customers, right, in, in a way that we hadn't envisioned. And I think the, 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 the last point, which I think is very important, is, you know, most often people forget about outlining what lies in the future, right? When there's uncertainty, it's safe to, you know, not not provide any clear direction of when something's going to end. I think that depends on leadership. And at the, at, at, during this crisis, what I did very clearly was that I outlined uh, what it was going to be and when this could change, right? Uh, now, I've had to make some uh, adaptations and changes to that. But I think the 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 key piece is that you have to outline where we are going in the future uh, and how is that going to look. And again, this is a clarity of communication. So, so in my mind, communication, consistency, and clarity are keys. And that's what I've used throughout this period in my actions and communications to lead Stenograph through one of the worst quarters in our history. When comparing the 08-09 recession and the current record-setting levels of unemployment we're seeing now and the economic hardships that I think are still to come, uh, what are some of the parallels you see that you would point other business leaders to as they try to maneuver this continually extending uh, crisis? Yeah, I think this crisis is a little bit different than the, in the previous one in the sense that there's this uncertainty that hangs over us you know though though the previous crisis had their own uncertainties we knew that the 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 end could be near right 
Uh, in this one, I think the uncertainty is is higher, and for some businesses, it's it's particularly higher than than others, right? So for for us, I think it was very clear from April onwards that we have to retool. So my suggestion to other business leaders would be to see opportunities in this crisis. We have uh, retooled pretty significantly uh, in in all our processes, whether that's sales and marketing whether that's how we manage our operations or whether that's how we do support, we have retooled significantly to operate sustainably and successfully in the new normal. So we are not waiting for, you know, our conventions and our face-to-face sales meetings to come back for us to sell, right? Uh, So we have done a variety of different things that has now positioned us to be successful, even if, this new normal never went away. So so that's what I would suggest others should look at is how can you retool so that you can be sustainable within this new reality rather than wait for the old reality to come back. That would be my biggest suggestion to anybody that's listening. So we're in a pretty tricky place with COVID now. Uh, in Europe, COVID is generally at a more manageable place with lowering case numbers and uh, lowering death counts. In the U.S., it is quite literally the opposite. Uh, From state to state, it varies, but overall cases are on the rise, uh, and the premature reopening to some degree is creating some of the highest spikes in the crisis. Uh, Based out of Texas here myself, uh, things are definitely precarious here in Texas. So it's not something we've passed yet completely in the U.S. So I want to just look at those two differing geographic markets for Stenograph because Stenograph is embedded in both and how you're approaching uh, your business practices moving forward in the midst of different levels of this crisis depending on where you're located. So we'll start with Europe. Uh, How did much of Europe's initial response affect Stenograph as a business? And now that the virus is at a more manageable place there, what is business outlook like for Stenograph in those markets? Yeah, so I think from uh, Europe, I think very early on, all our, you know, sales completely uh, stopped from Europe. And not only Europe, from from Asia Pacific, from uh, from uh, the Australia, New Zealand area, the Oceania area. So pretty much as those countries shut down with COVID, uh, all our business uh, dried up. Uh, but I would, I, I was very encouraged uh, early on that, you know, some of the things that we were forecasting would draw into the end of the year have now come back much quicker than any of us expected. So business from Europe is back. Business from uh, Australia, New Zealand is back. So we are seeing some significant pickup there. I think um, I, I I hope that you know as Europe continues to reopen, they are you know reopening it in a way that this is sustainable. I think uh, what we what we need to do is really focus on reopening in a very very deliberate manner, but also in a responsible manner, so that this virus is manageable. And I think Europe and and Asia and and New Zealand and and, and Australia are doing that pretty effectively. What does that look like for Stenograph now as the situation softens a bit in Europe and creates a scenario where you know the business really can 
uh, open up a little more confidently in those markets. What does that mean for Stenograph there? Are you um, already thinking more strategically long term about uh, new potential marketing efforts, um, about reconnecting with with suppliers or clients in that area? What are some of the back end dynamics that you're uh, approaching in the conversations you're having? Yeah, so I think the business, if if you were looking at uh, uh, the recovery of the business for Stenograph, I think we are seeing recovery from Europe, but we have also seen recovery in continental United States, particularly south of the, you know, uh, the Mason-Dixon line, if you would call it. You know, we have seen some good pickup back in Florida, in Texas, etc., and primarily from the government, right? So I think overall, the picture seems like that you know, there was this period of shock when initially COVID hit, but I think at least our marketplace, the stenographers and the legal system has retooled to be uh, productive and successful even in the midst of the pandemic, right? Um, so I think what we are seeing is a faster than anticipated recovery across all our markets, right? not only in international markets, but also in the U.S. Um, so we are pretty hopeful that as remote depositions and remote, uh, you know, record taking takes hold and, you know, people reopen court systems in a way that is sustainable. And when I say that, following all the CDC guidelines and taking precautions like face coverings and stuff like that, uh, I would say that... I'm envisioning a significant portion of our business across international markets and the U.S. actually to come back over the next quarter or so. Now, let's compare that to the U.S. Uh, Clearly, the COVID crisis here in the U.S. is very different than where it's at in Europe uh, and abroad. How is Stenograph dealing with that mixed reality of the U.S.'s economic response, and how did Stenograph adapt to the initial shutdown, some of the reopenings now, and uh, the consequences of said reopenings, and what is outlook like for these markets? Does it really impact Stenograph's ability to move forward? So, you know, uh, if, when, you, when you talk about the U.S., I think the initial uh, shutdown was pretty abrupt, right? Uh, so that was, that was hard. But I think, like I said earlier, uh, we are seeing some recoveries. I think, yes, cases are rising in some states and, and they are declining in others. So as an example, if you look at Illinois, where we are located, cases have been declining for the last 45 days, I would say. And at this point, they are, they are at a very, very low level. So what we're looking at is, is it safe to bring uh, employees back into into the office in a way so that it, we can not only bring them back in, but bring them back in safely and in a sustainable manner. So that's what we are looking at. I think, look, um, you know, this is going to be a mixed recovery in the U.S. for the next six or so months till we have some, you know, vaccine or some therapeutic that is sustainable. So we just have to work through those, you know, sitting right now, I do not know how or where the next spike is going to come at, but it is going to come. So we are, we are ready for that reality. I think the first abrupt shutdown is past us. The impact that was there in, in April, I doubt is going to come back again that way, because I think we have all retooled in some way, whether that's 
social distancing guidelines, whether that's, you know, doing remote depositions, whether that's a partial court openings, whether that's, you know, staggered shifts, you know, we all have retooled. And so I think the, the impact that was there in April, probably regardless of what's going on in different states is not going to be the same again. Uh, so the worst is truly behind us. I firmly believe that. I think we are going to be in a graduated recovery and that recovery is going to elongate over the next six to nine months as we as we get a vaccine. So overall, I'm pretty optimistic about how this looks for us in the next immediate future. And let's end with a broader view on the industry. What are some ways you think COVID has affected the stenography industry permanently? Basically, what are some of the ways that you see COVID having changed stenography to where we can't go back to the way it was before? Do you think there are any impacts in that sort of realm, whether that is workforce related, equipment related, workflow, relationship building uh, between you and uh, client base? Do you think there are any dynamics at that level? Yes or no, and why or why not? Yeah, I think I would I would say that um, you know yes, definitely this pandemic has impacted the industry as a whole. But I think you know it would be too far to say that you know it's going to completely change. I think the new normal is going to be a hybrid. I think there is definitely much more adoption of technology. Technology has become one of the things that everybody, vendors, stenographers, uh, you know, agencies, they're all looking at technology and how technology could help uh, in the new reality. But I, I, I don't fundamentally see that, you know, it's all going to be remote or it's all going to be technology based. I think what we are going to come to is a healthy balance between technology and tradition of how stenographers used to work. I think that, and that's, uh, and that's similar to us, right? We are a reflection of that industry. Um, you know, we have adopted technology in significant ways to uh, market better, sell better, or manage our operations better, but we don't want technology to take over. You know, I think there are a variety of good things we used to do in the, in the past. So the, so the, so the goal would be to, Uh, keep those good things that we used to do in the past, maintain those things, and then use technology to enhance them. So I I don't think it's going to go back to what it was, nor do I think that it's going to be completely on the other side. I think what we will settle on long term is a healthy mix uh, where technology has a very, very much more important role to play, but we are still um, utilizing our learnings and, and, and some of the traditional processes. And then how do you imagine Stenograph operating in that new reality? How are you planning to retool the company moving forward with all of these dynamics in mind? Uh, Europe's market, the U.S.'s market, um, you know, changes in equipment and technology that were already affecting your industry, everything in between. How do you imagine retooling to stay sustainable in that new normal? Yeah, I think um, I, I think part of it is, you know, how do we manage our processes internally, but also how are we enabling all these different trends through products and services and technology that we provide to the industry as a whole? I think uh, we have to continue to focus on innovation 
And, you know, uh, in the middle of the uh, pandemic, we were developing a new new product. We just launched a new product on the 15th of June. So, again, we have to, as an organization, have to keep on doing what we were doing. I think technology is going to be much more relevant in how we manage internally and processes. But, you know, innovation has to continue. And we are looking to innovate through new products, diverse products, new technologies, so that we can uh, enable the legal industry to capture, uh, manage, and distribute accurate verbatim record. That's our that's our mission. That's our vision, and we have to just continue to you know do everything and execute in the new normal to to make that mission and vision a reality. Anir Duda, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Market Scale Technology. Uh, could you uh, point us in the right direction for learning a little bit more about Stenograph, about some of the ways you're adapting, or if people want to uh, potentially source your equipment, where can they go? Yeah, you can uh, absolutely uh, get to our website, which is www.stenograph.com, and obviously hook into our social media channels through YouTube, uh, Twitter, and Facebook. We have uh, you know, very dedicated colleagues that are available 24-7 to you uh, on these channels and, and through our support line. You can go there and find out more about us. Fantastic. Anir Duda, thank you so much for joining us and for unpacking uh, where Stenograph is at during COVID-19, how the industry has adapted, and how you plan to move forward. I appreciate it and look forward to chatting again soon. Thank you, Daniel. appreciate it. Thank you for your time. And thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Market Scales Technology Podcast. If you like what you heard and want to listen to previous episodes, make sure you're subscribing on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Just hit that subscribe button and you'll be notified on every new episode. You can also find our podcast on our website at marketscale.com industries. And there you can also find plenty of other contributor shows, live radio content, videos, blogs, articles, and everything in between from a variety of different industries. Regardless, make sure you're leaving a rating and a comment wherever you listen to your podcast content. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Till next time.